Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton, joined today by Mr. Michael Warren, White House correspondent and senior writer of the Weekly Standard, who's going to help us uh, explain and understand the uh, news of the last couple of days. But uh, first, I might add that the Daily Standard Podcast is brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. They don't mess around with 14-blade razors and magic lubrication strips or other gimmicky shave technology. Daily Standard listeners can get their first month with the Dollar Shave Club for just $5 with free shipping. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash weeklystandard. Michael Warren, welcome to the Daily Standard. Thanks for having me, Eric. So for anyone who took a much-needed mental health break from the news <laughs> over the weekend... There was a story of some import that broke on Saturday and then rebroke on Sunday. I don't know how broken it is today, yeah. <laughs> but uh, get us up to speed. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, if you did sleep through it all, uh, I can't help you because it's just it's the, the news is moving too fast. Uh, it, it does feel like that sometimes. So uh, uh, basically what we have is a New York Times story based on sources that uh, appear to be from the White House or certainly around the president, uh, and I guess a couple of White House sources, uh, that confirms a meeting that took place on uh, June 9th, 2016, uh, so uh, just a little over a year ago. In, in, the, in the full fray of the campaign. That's right. This is, uh, yeah, for the context, this is June, so June 9, 2016, two days after the Indiana primary, uh, which was also the same uh, night that Ted Cruz drops out of the race. The Trump campaign is essentially, John Kasich's still there, but Trump is on his way to winning the nomination. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty set at that point. Uh, and starting to look toward the general election. Uh, the Times reported on Saturday that there was a uh, meeting on June 9th uh, at Trump Tower uh, that was, I guess, in some ways organized by or uh, And this was led June 9th a year ago. 2016, correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, organized by Donald Trump Jr., the son, the older son of, uh, of, uh, of President Trump. Uh, Jared Kushner, the uh, uh, son-in-law, the husband of Ivanka Trump, uh, uh, the son-in-law of the president, and... Paul Manafort, who at that time was the campaign chairman of the Trump campaign. Uh, and these three uh, uh, campaign figures, Donald Trump Jr. was essentially advising in an unofficial capacity of the campaign, uh, had a meeting at Trump Tower with a Russian lawyer. I'm not even going to uh, try to pronounce her name, uh, but a, a Russian lawyer who uh, is known for, uh, in this country, for essentially lobbying against a uh, U.S. law that uh, Vladimir Putin uh, strenuously opposes. The Magnitsky Act. The Magnitsky Act, which is uh, essentially retaliation against uh, people connected to the uh, uh, the Russian government who have human rights uh, abuse problems. Uh, In other barring words, them from don't give visa to people with blood on their hands. Exactly. And, uh, and in retaliation... For this is sort of a lot of, of background and in retaliation for this law, which passed in 2012, I believe, uh, Vladimir Putin blocked uh, Americans from being able to adopt uh, Russian babies, uh, Russian uh, 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 orphans, and uh, and so this is sort of the context in which this meeting took place. It was this, just about adoption, exactly. So this was the the, the first Saturday story. He said that uh, had a statement from Don uh, Jr. Uh, and as well as confirmation from Jared Kushner that the meeting occurred. And what Don Jr. said in his statement was that uh, exactly what you just said. They just met about adoptions. Now, 
the 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 whole adoptions issue in in the sort of twisted way that 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 uh, you know Putinites uh, uh, propagandize in the United States is that this Magnitsky Act problem uh, is the source of all of the American uh, of all the problems that Americans have adopting from Russia. If only this law weren't there, um, sort of masks over the human rights abuse problem that 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 created the law in the first place. But anyway, this is what Don Jr. says is now, the purpose of the meeting. If if I had called at the height of the campaign to Donald Trump Jr. and said, hi, my name's Eric Felton, I'd like to get together and talk with you about adoption from Russia, <laughs> what do you think the chances are I would have enjoyed a meeting at Trump Tower? Not only that, uh, what are the chances that Donald Trump Jr. would bring along the most important person in the campaign, Paul Manafort, the chairman of the campaign, and Jared Kushner, a trusted advisor of the president? All three of them going right as the uh, troika. Uh, the, exactly to uh, bring a little Russianism to bear. There, there we go. Uh, wait, yeah, this is uh, getting a little nervous here. Uh, uh, the uh, but you're right that uh, it, it's 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 a little far fetched. It's hard to believe. Uh, and, and, and it was interesting in the Saturday, again, this is the Saturday uh, report from the New York Times, uh, in Donald Trump's statement, uh, I, well, I can't now I can't remember exactly if it was the Saturday or, or the follow-up story, but he also said that uh, he had no way of knowing uh, beforehand who he was going to be meeting with uh, in this in this meeting at Trump Tower. So that's where the story stood So he's on not Saturday. only having meetings about adoption, but meetings with people he has no idea who he's meeting with. Exactly. So, so yeah. So a lot of questions. You might say a lot of holes so, in this plot. Yeah. So the Saturday, the Saturday explanation is no longer operative. Come Sunday. That's right. Sunday, the the Times runs a follow up story with a new statement from Donald Trump Jr. Uh, in which uh, the the thrust of this story is that uh, the these Trump campaign folks were uh, uh, enticed to come to this meeting to hold this meeting uh, because. Uh, the person they were supposed to be meeting with, who they claimed they did not know who it was, uh, had damaging information uh, on Hillary Clinton, the presumptive Democratic nominee who Donald Trump's campaign was looking to uh, uh, was looking to face in the general election. So that maybe explains, Eric, why two very important people in the Donald Trump presidential campaign were at this meeting. Now, Don Trump Jr. in his statement says that uh, this this Russian lawyer didn't have the goods, claimed to have had the goods, or they thought that they were going to get the goods, and it was clear very early on that they didn't. Uh, and then she pro- proceeded to talk about the Magnitsky Act, and, and, and in his statement, Don Trump Jr. actually says uh, that clearly that the the and the uh, allure of damaging opposition research on Hillary Clinton and the Democrats was uh, a pretext for having this conversation. So he sort of admits that he got duped. Um, and, and and admits that he was going to a meeting with Russians with who claimed to have dirt on Hillary Clinton. That's right. Now, uh, he he also mentioned uh, in this statement that it was a mutual friend, uh, somebody that he knew from the 2013 Miss Universe pageant. Which of course is that supposed to make it better? <laughs> I know, you know. Look, Eric, I only report the facts. <laughs> I I, ca- I can't I can't uh, I can't put a you know put a shine on it. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> exactly. So the 2013 Miss Universe pageant, owned by the Trump Organization, was in Russia, and that a mutual acquaintance is, was who sort of set up the meeting. Um, so we don't know for sure, but it's I think it's it's reasonable to uh, uh, to infer from this that 
They, they knew they were going to meet somebody from Russia. What they didn't know was that this was a, uh, a well-connected uh, Russian lawyer who's essentially a lobbyist on behalf of the Putin regime in Washington. Um, and they did so under the, under the pretext that this foreign uh, national was going to be providing uh, uh, you know, uh, helpful political information for the Trump campaign. It's a really actually, when you step back from it all, a remarkable development. And it's something that Donald Trump Jr. admits. Except the, uh, the, the Trump forces are saying, it's just a nothing burger. The, I've heard the word nothing burger. I think it went out in some kind of official talking point right. because I've heard it so often. Um, on the grounds that we'll take um, any politician will take oppo information, oppo research from anybody. Is that true? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I mean, any any. I mean, if, if Kim Jong Un called you up and said that he had hacked into your opponent's, uh, you know, databases and wanted to give you information. You might be leery of that. Yeah, exactly. It might be a setup. It would be severely problematic because probably that information was stolen uh, or, or somehow you know, illicitly gathered. Uh, and it would be something you might want to alert the authorities about. Uh, hey, foreign nationals are interfering in our election. Um, it's not something that they decided to do. Uh, it's something they, were, they apparently decided this was a meeting they wanted to take. Um, and the fact that they didn't get anything from it, which also seems to be a... a Point of argument from from uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, you know really doesn't doesn't make it any better. This this is something that I don't think the Trump folks have quite uh, figured out a a, a good and, and sufficient answer to this. And it's notable that and, and it's they, Donald Trump Jr. who's out there making the case, not anybody, uh, not not Jared Kushner, not Paul Manafort, uh, not anybody really from the White House is is, is sort of out there uh, in front on this. You know, and this again, I I keep returning to the problematic nature of surrounding yourself with the ultimate loyalist, which is to say family. Right. It You have people who are loyal to you as the president, but if problems arise, you are in no position to distance yourself. It's very difficult if you're Donald Trump to distance yourself from Donald Trump Jr. That's right. Uh, now the president, the White House is now saying that the president just found out about this meeting a few days ago. Uh, I, you know, do we take them at their word on that? I don't know. Um, but I think from a more practical standpoint, sort of what is this um, this latest information that we have about this meeting, the the sort of explanations, the, 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 the lies or the lies by omission from Donald Trump Jr. I should also add, remember, back in March, as the Times reported, the Times asked Donald Trump Jr. if he had... Um, if he had ever met during the campaign with any any Russian nationals, uh, and he said he he may have met with them, but never in a capacity uh, as a, uh, a, a with with the campaign. Well, bring along and never Paul, anything that was set up. That's right. I think he used that, the that word was right, set, set up. up. Uh, well, I think bringing uh, somebody uh, uh, who's the campaign chairman to that meeting um, at Trump Tower at no Trump less. Tower ex- exactly, uh, I think uh, uh, would would suffice as being in the capacity of the campaign. Um, and, and a setup perhaps in multiple ways. <laughs> That's right. Uh, exactly. So uh, look, I think this is um, from if I step back from sort of the details of the interaction and sort of think, okay, well, what does this mean practically? I think it does suggest that uh, if they're not already looking into this meeting, which I have a strong feeling they are, 
the FBI and, uh, and, and Bob Mueller's special counsel investigation is going to be looking into this. And they're going to also be examining the fact that the story on this meeting has changed publicly multiple times. Yeah, they're going to have to choose which story they want to to stick with <laughs> exactly. because once you go on the record, you're on the record. Definitely with the FBI, you uh, you want to stick to one story and you want to make sure it's the correct one. Words to the wise from <laughs> Michael Warren. Advice you get from the Daily Standard podcast. <laughs> Michael Warren, White House correspondent, senior writer for the Weekly Standard. Thanks for joining us on the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks, Eric. Be sure to check out The Daily Standard every day and all our other podcasts, including the Crystal Clear podcast on Friday and the Confab on the weekends with me, Eric Felton. Go to Google Play or iTunes or to weeklystandard.com for a subscription. I'm Eric Felton. Catch you next time.